Shut up and sit down. Good evening, fellow viewers. The soda is cold. The popcorn is hot. Are you ready to see the sexiest man alive? The bearded charmer. It is time to watch the one, the only, the Guru Brando Show. Hello, welcome to Positively Entertaining Conversations with me, your host, Guru Brando, and no curious guest today. But that's okay, because today is an all-consuming Guru Brando episode, because I have my seven-year anniversary today. I began transitioning medically from female to male on July 7th, 2014. And I knew at my seven year, it would be 777. So it's pretty exciting. And I have zero regrets. But there are a few things that I wish I had known or investigated a little bit more so I didn't end up in crazy situations like one, hellacious razor burn. That really sucks. Should have learned shaving a little bit better so I could have been prepared. Should have probably had the man tools. But, you know, I thought, eh, I got plenty of time, blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what, folks? Seven years has flown by. And I would say I have a pretty epic beard after seven years. And uh, it takes a lot of maintenance. I don't mind, though. I do not mind. Um, but I, a razor burn sucks, you know, on your face especially. Had it on my legs, not very often, but, yeah, really sucks. Um, acne with testosterone that's another thing you know and not regular acne but every time something touches my face or touches my body I end up with acne and um, that sucks and it's just something that I have to watch what I eat I have to watch you know how much water I drink blah 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 normal crap you know that just I didn't think about you know so you have to think about all these things and and weigh your options and I really though the the strongest change I think that I've had is um, simply an awareness I was humbled the other day in the kitchen with my wife who as y'all know Beth is also trans so um, I asked her I got off work and I asked her I said she was in the kitchen I said is there anything that I can help you with in here in the kitchen because that was something that I, I always kind of told her, you know, was I want you to help me more. I want you to help me more. So I'm trying to be mindful. But I forget that the kitchen is her domain. And um, you can't just go in there and start touching stuff. It's unpleasant. So I asked her. And she looked around. And then she handed me the silverware. And she said, you can put up the silverware. And I was like, cool, yeah, no problem. So I'm halfway through putting up the silverware. Well, first, she looks at me and hands me a dish towel and says, Here, I usually wipe them off before I put them in. And I was like, Why is she telling me that? I've worked in the kitchen before for like 30 years. I, I got this. And um, it occurred to me halfway through putting the silverware in the drawer that she had just given me the same bitch work that I used to give her. Talk about a humbling ass experience. I'm not even playing. I stood there for a minute and was just like, I am that person who's confused at where the spoons go because there's five different drawers with three different spots for spoons. 
I was that guy. I don't know when it happened, folks. I don't know when I became that guy, but I swore I would never be that guy because I know how to do things. But then it was like, you know what? It's not a guy-girl thing. It's simply the fact that she is now the one that's in the kitchen all the time and I'm at work and so it works out that way. We have plenty of friends who the roles are reversed or both of them are, are working or both are at home. But nonetheless, she gave me bitch work, the same one that I gave her and she wasn't even aware that she did it. And so I'm like, man, is that just natural? Is it natural for a woman to just help a man just look busy? You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's not. It's, you know, just one of those situations. Everybody's different, and situations are created based on their experience. So I just found it interesting, you know, because Beth and I always lived a very binary life. And um, it just was how it was. And uh, I was really, truly humbled by that, just like, you know, she's been humbled by, by stuff, you know, um, having to balance you know home life with hobbies and school and kids and you know she got a crash course in how much work it is to actually maintain a house like this and maintain you know the kids education and her own so you know she was humbled uh knowing what i went through and people ask all the time how is it that beth and i can just make it through all this stuff you know through deployments through children, through um, gender dysphoria, through I was a drug addict at one point, um, and and I've been clean 19 years almost. And the only thing that I can say is how we've made it through it was we've grown through it, and we all make choices to do or not do things that are more or less effective, right? We. We make a choice in our own lives that say, I know that I can be a more effective human being, you know, if I do this. Um, humanity is pretty important to me, and it should be celebrated. And um, we as humans find little ways to celebrate our humanity. So today, I celebrate my humanity. I'm going to celebrate because it matters, you know, it, it matters to me. and. I'm sure it matters to Beth, um, or it will matter to Beth, and um, and Carol, and the kids, and everybody involved in my life. I know that they celebrate with me, and I think that that's it. I don't know. Um, I don't know where this crazy road goes. I still have a couple surgeries to go through, and. I can't think of anything else in life that really I want out of um, out of this transition, you know. I've kind of reached a pinnacle. And I guess everybody that has stuck with me and been along for the ride, those are my true, true friends and family. And so for those people that are watching this, for those people that, you know, continue to communicate with us and, and um, share our story. I appreciate it. I appreciate being celebrated for the life that I'm leading, but more importantly, the life that I'm working towards building. Um, 
I get this lifetime to do these lifetime choices and so I kind of want to make sure that these lifetime choices are good for me and um, I know that they're good for others I hope that others can see the good in it I think I should say and um, always open for questions always open for business guys so share my story share our podcast share everything you know about me because if we get out there and people see that we're semi-normal you know then maybe that fear won't be there education's key right so love you guys and thank you thank you I love you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And there's no place to go but up. So I have no regrets. These are happy tears. I didn't think I would make it here. So thank you everybody. I love you. Look forward to I guess the next podcast. Where the guru is not crying. And uh, I have so many blessings in life. And a lot of people don't. And um, I have some friends that don't have such uh, great choices or options, I guess. And uh, to those people, one day you will be sitting where I'm sitting. Just have faith that you too will get your transition. And, um, and understand what it means to you because that's all that matters what it means to you not what it means to everybody else so okay i'm really going now so thank you share subscribe and do all that stuff uh advocate for who you are i advocate for who i am i'm trans man so i'll advocate for trans men but i'll advocate for myself as a trans man and uh i hope that you gain something from it and, of course, I'm open to questions all the time, anytime. I just wanted to share today that little, little snippet of my life. <laughs>